every time a manager has been frustrated with me, it's been one of these things or a combination of them. And sometimes it boils down. They're just fucking hungry. Consider this your fair warning. We talk fast. We move fast. We swear fast. So if you're listening at 2 speed, you may miss some content, but you also miss the F-bombs. You're welcome. Hi, I'm Vanessa. And I'm Holland. You're listening to Ask Your Workwife, where every week we answer your questions about how to get more out of corporate America. Hey, Workwives, it's Maria from Rancho. I've been communicating with my manager, and I thought I was doing a good job, but he seems to always be frustrated with me. Do you know why? Hey, Maria. We do. I think we we might. We might, actually. I love this question because (laughs) the problem is you can think you're so good at your job. And yet still so bad. (laughs) (laughs) There's still room to grow is what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. The answer to your question is it could be any number of things. Some of which you can control, others which you cannot, but you can certainly get out of the way of the frustration. That's exactly right. What we've established, (laughs) Vanessa and I, the work wives, is that there's a hierarchy of of issues to address with uh-huh. your manager. And you will not be surprised <laughs> at, at how diverse they are, truly. Yeah. Like, and I like, I super love this question, Maria, because like every time a manager has been frustrated with me, it's been one of these things or a combination of them. And sometimes it boils down, they're just fucking hungry every time they see you. It's yeah. a weird, it becomes Pavlovian <laughs> at some point. But like, ugh. so we're gonna, we broke down this list. Yeah. Here it is. If it's any number of these things, we've given you a solve. If it's not any of these things, you know, write us back and let us know what you figure out it is. (laughs) We'll add to our list. (laughs) Perfect. The first thing to think about, Maria, is are you doing your job? Yeah. Because what frustrates a manager more than a direct report not doing her job? Mm -hmm. Because it just doubles their work, actually. Like, why did they hire you in the first place if you're not executing on the shit that you should be doing? So, like, number one, do your job. And when we say do your job, we're talking about, like, the bare minimum. Like, go look at your job description. Go look at the actual thing that they hired you to do. It could be as simple as moving a folder from A to B. And if you're not doing that, something's missing and your manager's having to double their workload. They're going to have to move that folder from A to B. And, frankly, it's beneath them. That's where they hired you. (laughs) From there, you need to do your job better. Hundo. So what's the job? Moving it from A to B. (laughs) Do it faster. Do it cheaper. Yes. Outsource it. Do more. Understand the C, D, and E. And if you can Mm. move it from A to E without skipping any of the stage gates, but faster, cheaper, whatever the thing is, like, great, move it A to E. Part of doing your job better, Maria, is finding problems before your manager has to give you things to do. Mm -hmm. Snaps. Right. So... I have experienced this. Yeah, you have, actually. Uh, this was like the peak of my career at the time. Oh, which, so cute. I know, so cute. <laughs> it was right after I'd made the most honestly important move in my career mm-hmm. um, to that point. I had just made a really powerful internal transfer. I had just gotten a raise and I had just moved onto the team of a woman I, who was a really, um, who was a powerhouse in the company. So you're doing a great job. So I'm doing a great job. <laughs> Everyone's doing a great job. And the very first critical feedback I got from her was Oof. like everything was praise except for Holland. I need you to look for problems, not wait for them to be given to you. Oh, I was like, Oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> and, and like on the one hand, no matter what the critical feedback was, it was going to be your first critical feedback. Right. So it's going to be like, I just, my stomach out to the edge of the cliff. Yeah, it's, exactly. it's down there now. It's fine, yeah. it's fine. But this particular problem I think is fascinating and probably 
maybe the answer to Maria's problem, maybe the answer to this frustration, it's definitely one of a set. Because you can be doing a great job and still frustrate your manager because you're not being proactive. I had been internally poached. Yeah. <laughs> Plucked from the masses. Yeah, exactly. Graced with everyone's she presence. Saw, I knew she yeah. saw something in me. She, I, sure. like, she had communicated that to me. I knew she wouldn't have leveraged her influence within the company to get me on her team. Sure. Had she not, right? Right. So all signs were green, except I needed to perform my job better in this particular way. And, and that better was, yeah, you can solve the fire of the day, but what's going to really set you apart and make you progressive or the person I hired or promotable is to anticipate that need to say, okay, not only is my manager just handing me shit, just delegating, just here, solve this, solve and this, solve this. she had seven problems for me to solve when I started. Day one. Yeah, that's why you got hired. <laughs> I know, just like, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> um, but like, but now that those are out or you've managed them, it, it now becomes time for you to start paying attention to your job and anticipating solving a problem. Like, Ooh, I can see a red flag coming down the road. Yes. I'm going to nip it in the bud before it becomes a problem. Looking or looking for optimization totally. opportunities, right? Like well, especially you and your role, your operations. Exactly. Exactly. So, so that may look differently. Like Maria, we're not quite sure what you're doing, like what your job is, but I guarantee you there are ways that you can start being more proactive about like problem solving or seeing needs or anticipating something, right? Like just take a look out and see like, okay, what are some problems we deal with regularly? How can I improve the process? How can I get ahead of them? How can I solve Cheaper, them? Cheaper, faster. Yeah. How can I solve them before they get to my manager's desk and piss them off? Because what you don't want is her consistently delegating to you because a fire has already reached her when you could have put it out. Another thing that frustrates managers is if you're only bringing problems without solutions. Your job is to actually think through some of this before you just dump it on them. Take a step back, Maria, and like pay attention to your statuses and your one-on-ones and how you're talking about your tasks. Are you venting about them? Are you always talking about them as problems? And, and you're kind of like presenting it and then pausing, waiting for an answer? Or are you starting with like, hey, so I have this problem and don't go into a lot of detail. I just, I'm, I'm experiencing a roadblock in this area or getting this task done. And I think the answer might be X, Y, or Z. What do you think? Your manager will always back up and be like, what's the roadblock? But the fact that you came in with a solution first, even if it's ridiculous, they know that you came with the solution and now they're going to back up and ask you, what are the details of the roadblock? And let's come up with multiple solutions together. Even just a couple sentences that, that signal to them that you've thought through a solution is positioning you in a better place rather than, oh my God, Maria's in here again, giving me her problems and making me think for her rather than like, oh, Maria's thought about this, but your manager should have a bigger bird's eye view of the whole situation. And your thought may spark a better thought in them. And now it's a collaborative thing. My, my, VP and I used to call this ping pong. Like, hey, I need to do this thing, but my idea is not the best solution. So I just want to ping pong this back and forth with you. And, and, and the way you signal to your manager that you have thought through it is just starting with the solution. Even if you have the same conversation that you would have normally if you bring her just the problem, it, it just comes off a little bit better. Like you've thought about it and you've packaged it and you've said, okay, I'm bringing to you a situation rather than like, oh, here's the problem. Yeah, exactly. And one of the ways that you've taught me to think about this, Vanessa, is that if you just bring her a problem, she's going to give it back to you. Yes. Her job is to delegate. Her job is to decide what needs to be solved and find someone to solve it. So it's just a, it's just a non-productive loop if you only bring her a, a, a problem. And if you bring her only problems for long enough and it's a pattern, then she'll start finding other people who can, who can find solutions for her or bring her solutions rather than just problems. And you're suddenly out of a job. If this is a hard shift for you to make and you find yourself really struggling with not venting to your manager... 
find someone else to vent to. Hopefully outside the organization. Ideally. We all need friends. <laughs> and this is why. I Like I have other friends who work in marketing at other companies doing wildly different things. And I love bitching to them about my issues. One, they're my friends, so they always love me. And two, I listen to their bullshit all the time. But it also helps me understand like, oh, how is marketing done over there? And how can I take that and use it as a solution over here? I, I have multiple times walked into a manager's office and be like, so I was talking to my friend who works at fill in the blank brand name company and they're suddenly impressed they're like oh and they said blah 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 is the answer to this this problem that might not work here but and the manager will always jump in and say actually i like that we should try that is there an area when you can pilot that and then suddenly we're having a creative co-working session nice. rather than me just like dumping my shit back on them that they dumped on me in the first place <laughs> this is where coaches accountability partners your mm-hmm. network your mom yeah. your cat your plant <laughs> anyone make it work mm-hmm. punching bag gym like all all the things like Whatever it takes for you to like get the frustration out or get the overwhelm out, do it. And then come back to the problem with, okay, I'm looking for a solution. It doesn't have to be perfect. It needs to be maybe half a solution. And honestly, the bar is very low. It's on the ground. It's in the basement. What's a basement, Vanessa? We don't have them here in Texas, <laughs> turns out. It's in the parking garage. <laughs> yeah, which is on the second Apparently. floor. So Maria, these are a few of the things that might be causing your manager's frustration. You're not doing your job. Do your job. You're not doing your job well enough, do it better. One of the ways is to find problems and another way to do your job better is to find solutions. And that's going to be the way that gets you promoted. So we Hell all yeah. like that. Op- <laughs> we all like that option. Yeah. It is possible that these are not the things that are causing your manager frustration. Yeah. Remember how at the top we talked about there are things you can control and things you can't control. Yes. We're moving into the things you cannot control. <laughs> so after the break, we're going to discuss those items. So we'll circle back. Get prepared. Okay, Holland, I know we have an episode about this, but let's talk about networking. I kind of love networking. I know, right? And I don't think it's any surprise to anybody, but we're in Texas right now. I mean, I'll be in Texas forever. If your tattoo has anything to say about it. Yes, thank you. Are you going to get a California tattoo? Is that where we're going with this? Ask me about my thoughts about tattoos later, please. Okay, noted. (laughs) While you're in Texas, though, and you love networking, we found a group in Texas that we love. Texas Young Professionals. Texas Young Professionals. (laughs) Dallas, Fort Worth, Austin, Houston, San Antonio, shouting it out. In each city, they get together once a month for sometimes free appetite cocktails you listen to the vice president dating opportunities um it's it's a really great group we love everyone involved in it and we're really excited to uh blow it up if you're in any of those towns come through come find us on instagram at texas young pros okay are you are you ready for this is maria ready for this solid cue all right We're now into the space of discussing things that frustrate your manager that are out of your control. I'm going to call this the human check spot. Remember, your manager is a human being. They have other stressors in their life, especially if if they're not living their life the ask your work wife way and work is more than 25% of their life. They're frustrated by lots of things and they don't have space to let those frustrations out. And you may just be the first willing victim. You, you need to just take a step back Marie, and ask yourself, like, are you always having meetings with them right before or after lunch? First thing on a Monday morning, three o'clock on a Friday afternoon, after they get out of a stressful meeting with their manager, like, just take a look at their schedule. I did this with my VP. I, I like realized my one-on-one was always after his most frustrating meeting. And because a one-on-one was where I was talking about like my, you know, like my soft goals, my career coaching, my, my whatever, it just became a session where he would vent to me about his frustrations with his boss. And I'm like, mm, 
this is fine. I, I appreciate that he's telling me all this information. I knew a lot about the state of the company, which is one of the things you want to talk about in your one-on-one. Right. However, I was not able to make any progress in my three moves. So I suggested that we migrate it to Thursday because I looked at his calendar. He has lots of stressful meetings, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. I was like, great, Thursday. Right. It's like halfway to the weekend. Everybody's kind of in a chill vibe mode. So like after a meeting with the photo team, whom he loves, I set my one-on-one, mm, right? Nice. You caught him in a better mood. Yes, 100% of the Context time. Context matters. Yes. Okay. Mm. So for Maria, it's that same thing. Like take note of what your manager's schedule might be, what's coming up for them before, after, during yes. your meeting with them. Mm. Um, <laughs> and and it might, move it. Yeah, and it might, it might be time to do like a little bit internet stalking. Ooh. Like if you find your manager's Instagram or Facebook or so, like something that has their personal life in it, just take a look. If they're always out with friends Sunday night, do not try to have meetings Monday morning. They're still nursing a hangover, okay? Right. In fact, you should probably go get them some coffee and put <laughs> it in their office before they show up. Yeah. Do, do the thing. Remember, we're all humans trying to do this thing together in a business that would rather us be robots. I had a situation where like the CFO who was not my reporting structure, but she knew who I was. Every day she'd walk in the door and my desk was the first one she saw. And normally we're fine. Like, I don't like to make enemies of the CFO. I, I don't know about you, Maria, but like, that's not my cup of tea. So, but like, it just started kind of out of the blue where she'd like come in the door and see me and just like snap at me about something. Jesus. And I was just like, oh my God, is it my hair? Is it my, like, it was like a Monday, a Tuesday, a Wednesday. And like, we don't work with each other. Like my work has nothing to do with her, but every, every morning, seven 30 in the fucking morning, oh my I'm getting yelled at for nothing. And after about six weeks of this, I was like, I've had enough. So I went to somebody in my direct report. Who's actually her brother, oh. family, yeah. family company. <laughs> so I don't work for them. And I was like, what the fuck is up with your sister? And he was like, well, here's the situation. She just got a live-in partner. They've been dating long distance for a long time. Got a live-in partner who brought kids with them. So having lived alone and done her own thing for 40 years, suddenly she has a spouse and three children in the house. So she's coming in the morning fresh off of whatever. All the kid morning drama. Yeah, all the shit. He's like, so my suggestion to you is don't be the first person she sees. The next morning, I realized like, oh, from my desk, I can see out the door and I can see her car come in the parking lot. And so as soon as I saw it, I made myself scarce. And in the course of making myself scarce, I realized that the office manager I really detested was now going to be the first person she saw. And for the next six months, she yelled at that office manager. And I was like, ha, killed two birds with one stone. <laughs> Love this for me. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, it's so like you don't even think because you only know the management in yes. the context of work. You don't even think about these other no. factors that might be playing out, which actually have more impact on this person's well-being and emotional state mm -hmm. and like you're puddly, puddly <laughs> exactly like, like it's not about you you know no, what I mean like yeah. and and we all we're all so self-aware and self-conscious and anxious that like we do think it's about us nine times out of ten probably not, not. Yeah. so just just like take a check think about all the things that frustrate you all the times that you're hangry all the times whatever right. apply that to your manager and then you know sometimes it's just a matter of like getting yourself out of their path actually yeah. <laughs> physically <laughs> exactly <laughs> <laughs> say that you've done all that too, uh, Maria. Vanessa, what might next Maria do if all of this is not working? <laughs> 
I mean, at some point, this is affecting how you work and your workplace. So you may need to have a conversation with your manager about this. Um, hopefully, you've been having some one-on-ones, but if they're not going well, this can be even a harder conversation. When it comes to things like this, I like to throw myself under the bus. Maybe the bus isn't like isn't moving at full speed, so it's more like placing gently near the bus. So, <laughs> so I'll give you an example. Like at the end of a one-on-one that's maybe like in a in a better mood than not you know mm-hmm. what I mean like you've got to pick your pick your moment here mm-hmm. you'd, you'd say something like hey the last thing I just want to bring up I've noticed that like meetings with me seem seem to be more stressful and I'm wondering if I'm contributing anything to that or if there's a way you'd rather me present information to you that will help help move this a little bit smoother right right though you can see I've just placed myself near the bus <laughs> it's not running me over yet but here we are right um because you don't want to come out accusatory you don't want to yeah. come up with like oh my god why are you always frustrated with me they may not even know. Yeah. But in the course of you saying something like that, there may be some recognition where, where you're just like, oh, I have been a little bitchy to you. Yes, you have. Thank you. Right. Or, <laughs> right, and like that acknowledgement could go a long way. Or maybe they won't be any acknowledgement coming yeah. across their face in that moment. And I think like if sh- if your manager isn't acknowledging that or not noticing or not recognizing it, then just could you just like ask her to just totally yeah if you if you think hey if you think of anything that i can do better to to make this you know smoother smoother make this information be presented better like yeah i'm happy to do it just let me know totally you can even give an example like if there's a way that so-and-so on your team does something better let me know and i'm happy to go learn from her i I had this problem with a manager where like my statuses were a little bit everywhere and she she was finally like you know what go talk to alice alice's statuses are amazing and i was like oh Okay. Well, that's great. Noted. Advice. So I just like came out of her office, went to go see Alice and was like, Alice, I need to see your statuses. So like you, you can even offer a suggestion like, Hey, if there's someone on our team, so-and-so, so-and-so, so-and-so who's doing it better, let me know. I'm happy to go shadow them for a couple of days and figure it out and come back to you. Maria, let's say you've done all of that and it's been six weeks or eight weeks and there doesn't seem to be an effect. Nothing's improving. Uh, there's been no resolution. Manager's still frustrated. It's not working. What What can Maria do next? Like, what's the next step in her her playbook here? That's a great question. I I think honestly, it's there are going to be people in the world who you are just not a match with. People know this about me. You either love me or you hate me. There's no in between, and <laughs> there's there isn't. Pick anyone out there. No one has been ever on the fence about me. They're like, oh my God, I love her. Or, oh my God, she's such a heinous bitch. There's no in between. So like there, there's some personalities that like you just won't jive with and that's okay. You you just need to recognize it and then find a way for you to like scoot out from underneath that manager. Like you probably enjoy your job. You like doing exactly what you're doing. It doesn't need to be as dramatic as an internal transfer. There's probably a team that you work closely with that's doing similar work. You just need to like scooch over there. Just yeah. right yeah. the way to start that is just like starting an internal transfer make sure your mentor is outside your vertical make sure you've got some champions within your vertical go look at your manager's cohort and mm-hmm. see who who else reports to that say in that same vertical okay. and see if you can't just like move a little bit over you know what I mean all this relationships will give you like more opportunities within the org so that you can keep doing what you're doing without yeah. having to make some dramatic shift in or out of the company. Exactly. And like the, the goal is to make a move without anybody realizing moves happened. Yeah. You know what I'm okay. saying? So like, <laughs> and the only reason to do it is just this personality. Mismatch. Yeah. They're doing a great job. You're doing a great job, but together, not a thing. In fact, <laughs> I had a roommate once who like, for whatever reason, day one, we were terrible together. Oh we were always bitching at each other, always at each other's throats, like just passive aggressive as fuck. And I am, I am not that, I am not passive aggressive. So like imagine me with sticky notes. Oh my God. Oh my God. It was awful. Right. So 
That lasted for exactly a semester. I had some really good friends who lived next door, like literally through the wall. So I rearranged my contract with the housing department to like move next door. And literally the next Sunday, this girl and I went to church together. We sat next to each other at church, had a great time. Oh we became the best of friends. We still talk. We just could not be roommates. Like Fascinating. That's, that's what we're talking about. There yeah. may just be like a weird personality thing where you just rub each other the wrong way and like, she doesn't like the way you walk in the room. You know what I mean? Like you can't solve that. Maria, I think your primary takeaway here is you've got options. It starts with doing your job. Mm-hmm. I, I'm sure you're doing a great job. There's ways to do it better. And that's all within your control. But I think, you know, to Venice's point, like there are all these other ways that your manager is affected by her whole life that you need to be aware of. And it's an okay position to be in. And you still have options. Totally. Let us know what the resolution was. Yeah. Or again, if there's something new, these are all the ways that we've experienced this. Yeah. If there's some new way that a manager can be frustrated at somebody... <laughs> Please tell us about it. I'm very excited. Got a question for Ask Your Workwife? Record your question and email the recording to help at askyourworkwife.com. Include your name, your city if you want, and whatever context might be useful for us to know. And don't forget to start with, hey, workwives. Gird your loins. <laughs> oh, Stanley Tucci. I, did he die? No, he's alive. Oh, I think he got COVID and like lost his sense of smell and then wrote a cookbook or something, right? Is that the guy? <laughs> <laughs> that was a lot <laughs> to process. Somehow, what like, I was going to say. Giving nonsense information about nothing. What I was going to say is he's been positioned in the market to take over Anthony Bourdain because he's moved into this like food travel. Okay, so maybe I'm cultural. not wrong. You're not wrong. Uh, I just love that like I don't know the, where the causation correlation thing there was just very, I mean, you're the, what your sentence was right up there with like Nicolas Cage causes more suicide by drowning. And you're like, oh, no. it, it doesn't in fact correlation versus causation. Everyone look it up. There's a chart for that. <laughs> Isn't he the one? Is he dead? No. Isn't he the one? God covered wrote a cook. <laughs> yes, but not because. Yes. Uh huh. Short answer. Okay. I'm well, just I here for the him. blooper content. <laughs>